Today is Wednesday, June 21st. The title for our devotional is God as Sovereign Judge. Remember this week we're looking at how creation inspires us to worship. In the Psalms, we see oftentimes where the psalmist is praising God for his sustained work in creation. When the psalmists reflect on the rhythms and the constants of creation, they see God's great power and sovereign authority. Yesterday, we saw how the psalmists reflect on God's work in creation and how they give him praise for that. Today, we're just going to switch gears a little bit and see how the psalmists reflect on God's consistent work in creation and the order with which he has created the world and how we ought to praise him for it. In Psalm 50, the psalmist is reflecting on God as the sovereign judge over all creation and his people specifically. He uses creation to emphasize God's sovereign authority, his justice, and his lack of need for empty sacrifice. Let's read all of Psalm 50 and then we'll tease it out a little bit. Psalm 50, beginning verse 1. The mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not be silent. A fire devours before him, and around him a tempest rages. He summons the heavens above and the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather to me this consecrated people who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens proclaim his righteousness, for he is a God of justice. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, Israel. I am God, your God. I bring no charges against you concerning your sacrifices or concerning your burnt offerings, which are ever before me. I have no need of a bull from your stall or goats from your pens, for every animal of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains, and the insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine, and all that is in it. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Sacrifice thank offerings to God, fulfill your vows to the Most High, and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. But to the wicked person, God says, What right have you to recite my laws or take my covenant on your lips? You hate my instruction and cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you join with him. You throw in your lot with adulterers. You use your mouth for evil and harness your tongue to deceit. You sit and testify against your brother and slander your own mother's son. When you did these things and I kept silent, you thought I was exactly like you. But I now arraign you and set my accusations before you. Consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you to pieces, with no one to rescue you. Those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me, and to the blameless I will show my salvation. So there's a lot happening in this psalm. What I want to draw our attention to first and foremost is the worship that is expressed in verse 1, and really the theme continues and carries out throughout the whole psalm. The Mighty One, God, the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to where it sets. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. The psalmist clearly has an exalted view of God. So in this psalm, let's kind of unpack what's happening here. The heavens and the earth are summoned as witnesses against God's people, Israel. This could be a reference to his people's failure to live up to the creation mandate and steward creation well under God's authority. But it is more likely revealing that God has created the world with such order that it is obvious he is the one to judge the proper order of human behavior. That is how heaven and earth bear witness against humanity and his people. In verse 6, the psalmist writes that the heavens proclaim his righteousness. What does that mean? 
for he is a God of justice. The word righteousness there refers broadly to the correct order of things, because of how God has so ordered the universe, the heavens and the earth, with its rhythms and constants. He is clearly a God who can determine the proper order of human behavior as judge. Therefore, the psalmist says he is a God of justice. For God's people to fail to follow his laws is to resist and fight against the very order that God has written into the fabric of the universe. Therefore, even the heavens and the earth are called as witnesses against God's people. If they can obey the laws that God has written into the universe, God's crowning achievement humans should also ought to obey is order. Then in verses 7 to 15, the psalmist reflects on how God doesn't need these empty sacrifices from his people without obedience rooted in love for God's law and his discipline. In verses 10 to 13, he reminds them that he doesn't need their hollow sacrifices because everything is already his. He owns it all. It's not like he's hungry and thirsty, so he needs the sacrifices to sustain himself. The offering of sacrifices then without the proper posture of the heart is worthless. In verses 20, verse 23, it sums it up quite well. In the ESV, it says in Psalm 50, 23, The one who offers thanksgiving has his sacrifice, glorifies me. The one who ordered his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Reflection time today. Consider the order that God has written into the universe. The rhythms of day and night, seasons changing, summer, winter, fall, spring. Even consider the constants that allow for life to exist. Since God created the world with order, obedience to his way is living within the order of the universe. It's like swimming with the current. To resist his order is to swim against the current, in opposition to the natural way of the universe. Worship God for the order that he has created. Commit yourself to obeying his way and living in line with the order of creation. 